Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Will and Bibby on 95.7 The Game. Oh, this is the part of the show where I get very intimidated because it's just bald people all over. You know what I mean? And I figure if I talk to all of you too much, then my hair is going to fall out. And our next guest yeah. is among my bald icons. Yeah. I mean, not that it's not a handsome look. You guys are both crushing it. There was Telly Savalas for me. Okay. Michael Jordan. Okay. And our next guest. <laughs> and not in that order either. No. No, I wouldn't think so. Um, I would think he's the top of the list. He is mm-hmm. Matt Barrows all over the 49er beat for, man, how many years has it been now, Matty? Oh, this is, uh, this is year 20. So this is, uh, this oh. is a pretty special year for me. Hey, uh, two when, decades. yeah, when Oracle Dang. Park turned 20, there was a big party. How about for you? Uh, yeah, no, no, no party. Uh, <laughs> just kind of sitting here losing my hair. I mean, oh, that's boy. that's all I that's all I'm I'm getting right well, now. I mean, I, you and I, me both, dog. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're doing it real well. Now, uh, have you already written your Odell Beckham story, or how, what's the order? <laughs> how does this all go, Matt? Yeah, I've written I've written five Odell Beckham stories. One where he goes to the Rams. One where he goes to the Bills, the Cowboys, uh, for, for sure. But yeah, that's it. I mean. He's got a lot of options. Uh, good on him for kind of creating a market, him and his agent. Uh, but it seems like everybody who uh, is contending is also contending for Odell Beckham. And I think that's what, what he wants. He wants to, to go to, uh, you know, go on another Super Bowl run. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what he chooses. Um, obviously, money will be a, a big factor, but... Uh, you got the Cowboys now making a, a really hard push for him. Uh, I've heard the same about the Buffalo Bills as well. So uh, th- this will be fun to see where he chooses. It's a supply and demand thing, and the supply is only one. It's him, and the demand seems high, but also the fit. Do you think that he actually would fit with the Niners in the fact that they run a lot of two-receiver sets and he would be the third receiver, basically? There would be a lot of mouths to feed yeah. in that offense. Yeah. All of a sudden, you've got, across the board, you've got uh, George Kittle at tight end. You've got Christian McCaffrey, a running back who catches a lot of passes. You've got Debo Samuel, by far and away this team's MVP last year. You've got Brandon Ayuk, who's having the, the best season of his career. Really has become Jimmy Garoppolo's go-to guy in, in these last two games. So... Is there even room for a third guy? I mean, uh, if there were an injury, I think this would be a no-brainer. Um, and, uh, you know, I think Beckham would be used quite a bit. But, yeah, you have to worry about 
you know, too many cooks spoil the broth. You have to worry about everybody being happy. What happens if Debo Samuel goes two weeks and, and he's just kind of got a, a bit role in this offense? After everything he gave to this team last year, uh, you've got a, a Johnny come lately coming in and, and getting a lot of uh, snaps and a lot of looks and this, that, and the other. It, it, those are all things to absolutely consider. Chemistry, locker room, um, how the offense clicks. I mean, the offense is already going through, I don't want to say a cat, cataclysmic change, but a significant change uh, in the middle of the year by adding McCaffrey. Um, can you uh, add another guy and expect uh, everything to, to work in concert? I, I don't know what the answer is, but I think those are all legitimate questions to ask. Uh, Matt, we might be cart before the horse here in terms of what Odell wants and is there a fit. Are the 49ers actually interested here? Do they want to check this out? I, I think that, that they do want to check it out. I think their M.O. over the years has been um, show interest. Uh, something, something could happen, break your way. And the worst thing that happens is that the other teams, by, by you showing interest, the other teams have to spend a little bit more money or, you know, in the case of a trade, have to spend more draft picks. As long as you're in it, um, you, you're either going to get the guy or you're going to force your opponent to give up something significant to get the guy. So I, I think that's the way, you know, that's sort of the 49ers business model. So when, when that's your business model, you're, you're usually in on these things um, uh, until the very end. Does the fact that they got Christian McCaffrey make this bluff, this gambit, more plausible? It, from the Odell Beckham angle, I think it does because he's obviously a guy who's kind of you know looking at cachet and um, you know uh, how much uh, kind of excitement, how much energy a team has. Um, you know how realistic is it that they go and uh, you know go on a, a, a run and, uh, through the playoffs and win the Super Bowl? <laughs> and he bet right last year. Uh, so yeah, I do think from from that uh, point of view, it, it does make a big difference. This is, I mean, I, I don't want to accuse Odell Beckham of uh, you know wanting to join All Star teams, but that, that's what he did last year, and and that's what the Forty ers w- would have that feel. And I think that's also kind of the caution here too that sometimes it works last year with the Rams. Sometimes it doesn't. I remember that the 2011 Eagles team that yep. just had one all-star after another on it, and uh, they were terrible. And that, that, that group kind of uh, collapsed in on itself. Uh, all that individual talent never really added up to anything. And that, that was the, uh, the team that the 49ers beat early in the season. That was that Justin Smith, uh, they call it the poke where he poked the ball out, uh, I think from Jeremy Macklin, at the end of the game. And, uh, you know, that, that sort of was uh, you know, the beginning of the, the 49ers believing in them, themselves and the beginning of the, uh, the Eagles, that all-star team, starting to collapse. 20 years on the 49ers. Matt Barrows here joining us here. Willard and Dibbs, 95-7 the game. Uh, Maddie, I think that we, we've got some uh, state of their health questions, but I, I also want to throw this at you. And I know your colleague, Tim Kalkami, was, re- was writing about this in a Q&A this morning. So I just want to get your thought on this without going too deep into next year because it's only week 10. But it, depending on how this season goes, is the idea of Jimmy Garoppolo on a 49er roster beyond this year, is that, is that a real possibility? 
It is, and I think you struck the key words, depending on how the season goes. I think the 49ers are just going to kind of allow the season to dictate the fate uh, of that position. Um, you know, if, if they fall short or if there's some sort of issue, um, yeah, I, I, probably they're going to turn the ball over to uh, to Trey Lance again. We'll, we'll, we'll try that, that, uh, that, that handover one more time. Uh, next year, but I mean, if everything goes right, if this Christian McCaffrey, Jimmy Garoppolo chemistry, which seems so good against the Rams, and which on paper seems like it really is going to work, you know, their their strengths really uh, working in concert together. If they go far, if they win the Super Bowl, absolutely, he could come back. I mean, twenty twenty two was the 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 year where everybody, Garoppolo, Shanahan, Lynch. The media, the players, they all thought he was moving on, and he didn't. Uh, so uh, that just kind of shows you that it is, anything is possible as far as him coming back. And uh, like I said, if, if, if things go well and this, this team kind of finds an identity uh, with which Garoppolo is just kind of uh, dealing all those, you know, those talented mouths I just described, Kittle, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, um, then um, absolutely you could come back. You had me picturing a mama bird flying back to the nest with all those baby bird open mouths <laughs> with so there many mouths to feed and only one worm. So they're going to have to divvy it up. And <laughs> will Debo Samuel, thank you, it's been on. Will Debo Samuel be one of those baby birds with his mouth open this Sunday, Matt? He will be, and uh, you know he's a he's one of the aggressive birds. You know how you know the birds hatch, and that's one that sort of is more voracious than the other that that's Debo Samuel uh, but he should be back and um, yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see uh, you know I thought Kyle Shanahan was really uh, creative in that first full game that uh, Christian McCaffrey played w- with how he used McCaffrey and Jeff Wilson two guys who who can run the ball two guys who are good at uh, catching the ball out of the backfield we saw more of that from from Wilson Sunday uh, with the Dolphins, but um, you know Mitchell Elijah Mitchell doesn't provide as much of that, but Debo, Debo Samuel certainly does, and um, this will be the first game where Shanahan has both those guys, and uh, you know uh, how how that interplay works. The, the Chargers are not very good against the run, uh, so I expect a run heavy game plan, but uh, I expect Debo Samuel to be folded in there as well. I mean that that's the beauty of having. Samuel and McCaffrey, they do two things really, really well. And uh, a guy like Shanahan and a guy like Garoppolo um, ought to make that uh, work uh, to a T. So that, that's going to be fun to watch, how, that, uh, how they're mixed, uh, how they're used together, if they line up in the backfield together. That would, that, to me, that would cause uh, defenses fits. If both of those guys are back there, what do they do? Who do they throw to? Who do they give the ball to? Uh, so uh, that's uh, that's sort of the the fun thing to look forward to. I know Kyle Shanahan is in these last nine games. Uh, Matty, solve the mystery of Eric Armstead and Javon Kinlaw. Where's this going in the second half of the season? Yeah, I mean uh, Kinlaw. I talked to him before the bye, and uh, he seemed like uh, yeah, like he was ready to come back. He seemed at peace with the knee. Uh, he was happy with how it recovered. He, I think the big takeaway was that he realizes now sort of the maintenance that a, an ACL surgically repaired knee requires. And, and he's, he's just at the one-year mark now. Or he's getting close to it from that surgery. So 
Um, it's not quite as doom and gloom as it seemed uh, four or five weeks ago when it was acting up on him. Now, whether you know it, it acts up uh, on him after a 50-snap game or not, I don't know. I think there'll be more of an ease-in period. Um, he's still on IR. He has to miss one more game because of that, just the rules, the, the four games that you have to miss. Uh, but I would expect him to be uh, at least work back in for that uh, game in Mexico City against the, the Cardinals, which is the uh, the next week. Eric Armstead, I'm, I'm not quite sure. Um, you know, he now has revealed that he had a hairline fracture in his ankle or had one. Um, he's about at the six-week mark from that injury, which is when bones fully heal uh so i would think my guess is that this is the week that he kind of starts to come back and um you know does some of the uh conditioning stuff that that he may have been missing missing in, in recent weeks now whether he did a lot of that during the bye i'm not sure uh but uh, my guess is that it might be one more week for him as well uh, the Wednesday practice, Monday's practice was was just a uh, sort of a bonus practice. Wednesday is the real practice. That's when we're going to get a real good read on which of these guys are uh, legitimate chances to to play against the Chargers on Sunday. Maddie, awesome stuff as always. Appreciate it. And uh, again, uh, please, once the Odell thing is about to go down, if you could, uh, if you could just give us a little heads up, that'd break be great. Here, Matt, you can I break will, it here. I will. I've got several Odell file files going right now. I just, I'm just worried I'm going to get confused and, and post the wrong one. Yeah, yeah. No, don't, don't do that. Uh, go slow. Uh, text us first. Thank you so much. All right. Anytime, guys. Talk to you soon. All right. There he goes. That's Matty Barrows. Twenty years. Yeah. On the San Francisco 49ers. That's uh, a little humbling. Man. And anytime you hear like fill in the blank number of years and it's like I was doing this before he was yeah. somehow. <laughs> Feels like he's been around forever. Yeah, yeah, nope. And then it's like, damn. Nope. I, yeah, I mean, that, that's only 2002 nope. and yeah. I started this bit in the month 90 I love the young people. Yeah, you're right, Spadone. There, there you yeah. go. There you're you getting go. old yourself, Spadone. Uh, one, one other thing on why I would not do Odell Beckham if I'm the San Francisco 49ers is actually uh, not the obvious stuff. It's not that there's too many mouths to feed. You didn't like my baby bird analogy? I did. Okay. I did, okay. yeah. Did you want me to, what'd you, what'd you want me to say? No, you me to say? I, I, no, you're saying it's not that there are too many mouths to feed. Oh, no, 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 yeah. That was, right. was kind of my whole thing. Is it's there not are too just many that. Oh, it's okay. not just that. Sorry, did I leave out the just? No, I, I might have just, you know, glossed over okay. the just. No, I'm just fishing for compliments. There's two I'm like things, a baby bird here looking for a worm. There's two things most people say, and I think they're valid. One is, oof, locker room, concern. I'm not sure how that would work. Fair. Too many mouths to feed. Yep, fair. Here's a third one. Look at Odell's career history and how he develops rapport with a quarterback. And when it doesn't go well, oh boy. what happens next? That's what would concern me. We're talking He's a team about, player. <laughs> talking about Jimmy Garoppolo here. Odell has not been a quarterback-proof player. It worked most of the time with the New York Giants, but not always. And there were ruffled feathers at times with him and Eli Manning. Then he went to Cleveland, and it was a complete disaster with Baker Mayfield. People were selling each other out on social media and all kinds of stuff. And then he went to the Rams, and in a very short sample on a Super Bowl team where he wasn't the number one receiver, then it was fine. But you, you come to a 49er locker room that I think is very strong, but yes... You're talking Jimmy Garoppolo. We're not going to go have you put up big numbers on this team, Odell. Right? You'd have to be like, so you're cool with four balls for 42 yards. Right? 
because that's what we got. That's what we got. And one overthrow when you were open. Right. So and one other time where you were open and he didn't look your way. You better be like, and you got to handle that without coming back to the huddle and screaming at George Kittle and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, you got to handle that now, right? Like, and he seemed to do that last year, totally for the first time in his career, totally because right? he only had twenty-seven grabs in eight games with the Rams. That's huh. three and a half grabs a game. Your math today has been very yeah, on. Thank point. you. I'm not yeah. son of a math teacher. Very, but my dad uh, actually. Graduated from Sonoma State in an, as an accounting major. Oh, so that's close enough. Basic math has always been my bit. Oh. Uh, the additional reason that I'll, pile, I'll add on to your reasons, which are all <laughs> spot-on valid, and I'm going to geek out a little further, and I know you love when I do this. I do. I love a good geek out. The personnel, Mark. Uh, yeah. They run so much 21. Two running backs, one tight end, which means two receivers. Two receivers. Which means we have Debo. And we have Ayuk. Yep. We have Ayuk, and we have Debo. They run a lot of 12 personnel, which is also two receivers. And what we found with check out, they ran a lot of 13 personnel, three tight ends, and still, wait for it, only two wide receivers. So he's not even going to get a chance yeah. to get that many snaps it, short of an injury. It just doesn't even make that much sense. It doesn't sound like it makes a whole lot of sense. And then one last reason, I don't want to be that team. Because you understand, you, you become the Rams. You're already exactly, <laughs> and you're already you're really flirting with it already. Oh, you went and got Christian McCaffrey, huh? Because Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, and Eli Mitchell—that wasn't enough, right? So now you're going to go get Christian McCaffrey, and then you're going to go get Odell Beckham. It's almost like who you're trying to impress, right? Like. What would Brian Windhorst call this? Uh, yeah. Checkbook championship. Yeah, except for, you know, still also probably not championship. Like, this is not, you would You're not the favorite. And, and I don't even know if you would be the favorite. You would just be that team. You'd be that team that, oh, we got buzz. We got stars. We get off the bus. We look really good. On paper. Everybody. <laughs> oh, we're going to get everybody's best shot. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to be that team. You love oh, that. Oh, gosh. It's terrifying to get it. Hey, here's a weird thing. I was trying to play well, but then the other team, they tried. They gave us their best shot. You didn't shot. expect me to win then, did you? The <laughs> other team we? was trying. So I just, like that... I'm out on this from so many angles um, because, yeah, you'd be that team. And that just, it, it gets harder to like. And, and it builds unfair expectations because here's the bottom line. Would the 49ers be better if they got Odell Beckham? From an insurance standpoint, yes. Insurance. But, like, just let's say you don't need insurance. Your regular approach, do they get better if they get Odell Beckham? I don't think so. I agree with you. Because like he doesn't already, start on this team. They're fine. Yeah. They, My gosh, if there's a team in the world right now that has everything they need, it's the freaking 49ers. You get everything you need. If you could Go get, get a, Odell Beckham? If you could get, like, an instant upgrade type of player at any other position on offense, wide receiver would probably be like eighth or ninth I'd, on your list. Right. You would rather find me, so like a lineman, center, line, yeah. two guards, Interior a right tackle, a second tight end for an upgrade, then uh, quarterback, sorry. <laughs> then you would get to a third wide receiver. Yeah, I'm sorry you missed yeah. out on Boach. That hurts. You know. It really is still with me. Yeah. It's going to take a while. You know what I mean? Like, we can function. It's almost like you punched me in the face in practice. Damn. Like, we can move on. We can still be teammates. It's just, it's just, take me a minute. Yeah. That's all. That's all. It's okay. Well, 
I, it's not like you punched me in practice. And it's I like you gave me an elbow to the I jaw. I was not responsible for no, it. No, I know. I know. It's not really you. It it's was more the, like you got hit with a right hook, hook, hook. Because I, I, I think he had his fingerprints on the book. Yeah, yeah and, and I actually know that he did. I know that he did. He sort of, he sort of had permission. From you. Sort of didn't also. Right. <laughs> not that he needs it. Not that he needs it. I gave him a different suggestion and he did not respond. Ah, okay. Your suggestion was uh, give him to me for garlic I'm fries like, and I'm baseball like, I'm like, Monday's amazing. <laughs> uh, like, you know, we got a lot of days between now and the start of next baseball season. So, I don't know. What about one of those? Nope. Crickets. That's fine. I get it. Boats was available. You take boats when boats is available. He had right. to book, book, book. Yeah, I can, I can do Friday. And then he did. Uh, and yeah, so that's the way. So, no, you guys, you guys did uh, solid pace. You did awesome, and I um, will handle my jealousy. Okay. Yeah. It, well, don't be jealous because uh, you know now we're into baseball's off season, and we can start getting roll up our sleeves. We can really okay. start getting into the deep water and the weeds of. Getting this Giants team from what into let's go Giants baseball. How so, do we do it, Mark? A couple things. Couple First of things, all, yeah. we mentioned this yesterday. We want everybody to just, we're going to tiptoe toward Thursday because, and, and can we say, like officially, right? Oh, officially. it's official. Okay, we got something for you on Thursday. Something because special. we are going to represent you. We, today the radio show. Today is election day, and you, the Giants fan, have elected us, Willard and Dibs, to be your representatives in the effort to go get Aaron Judge. You thought Buster Posey was going to be there for the pitch. Mm. We're going to throw the pitch before the pitch even gets thrown. We're the pitch before the pitch. You got 99 problems, and a pitch ain't one. I love it. He wears 99. Willard and Dibs are on the case. Make sure you're with us on Thursday. It's incredible. Make That's, sure you're with us on Thursday, okay? So today, many people, men and women, are running for judge in the election on Thursday. Vote for judge, yes. Thursday's our day yes. to run for judge. Yes, we are. Yes. And we are going to vote for judge. Um, but we probably won't stop there. One thing that I have now officially, and oh, by the way, the Otani conversation yesterday, ech, Throw it in the trash. Gone. The Angels came out yesterday. Oh, and I, I know, I know that people lie, but the Angels were like, Otani will be on the roster on opening day. Fine. Um, maybe he'll be trade deadline fodder. We'll see. Maybe the Angels will be good next year. I have no idea how that's going to play out, but I still firmly believe that Shohei Otani will not be an Angel after next year. And that's actually, when I saw that report, I'm like, oh, God, that's a relief. Because I don't want any team to give up their entire farm for a guy that, and then only get him for one year. So we can How put about half a year. Put that aside. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, because he could right. be. August. Well, that's probably the game the Angels are playing. It's like, let teams become pot committed. Let them be in first place in July. And then dangle Shohei in front of them. And then see how much you're willing to give up. Maybe it's a little bit of a different play. We'll see how they do it. I know right now they're probably thinking to themselves, no, 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 we're going to re-sign him. I just don't think that he's going to do that. But we will see. A lot can happen between now and then. But I have now officially heard... From enough credible people. According to sources. Okay. Enough credible credible people. And by the way, we're going to get back to your warrior phone calls here in just a few minutes. What's the fix? 888. What's the adjustment? 
888-957-9570. We'll keep going as the Warriors get the win. That is a generational performance again by Steph Curry, but it also didn't calm a lot of fears. So we'll get back to that in a sec. But I have officially heard from enough credible people to know that at least right now, the Giants' plan and the Giants' effort will not only be judge, but it's not going to stop there. I mean, I think if you set the bar for them right now at two big-name players, they'd call that a par. Really? Two big-name players. Two? Par two. The rare par two. Birdie, Would three. be three. They only get one? That's a bogey. What if they don't get any, Mark? Huh. <laughs> Triple... Quadruple. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, in the water. It's like Roy Snow McAvoy. That's, I mean, that's, yeah. that's Roy McAvoy that's, in tin cup. That's hitting one in the drink. Yeah, yeah. Give me another ball. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, more on that coming up. Plus, your phone calls on the Golden State Warriors, 888-957-9570. They won last night. Did you know? Did your, did your blood pressure go up or down? With the victory last night and a great performance from Steph. Yeah, I get it. I get it. (laughs) We'll we'll get into all that coming up next on Weathered in Dips. Steve Kerr wants somebody to come up top. He's jumping up and down in midcourt. He says, Draymond, go screen for Curry. He does. Curry gets hurt or takes a three. Good! It's good! Timeout, Sacramento! Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, isn't it a, uh, a famous saying here in uh, San Francisco Sports Radio that two things can be equally true? Ralph isn't Barbier, that, yeah, rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Two things can be equally true. You can be cruising around today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Call your friends and be like, wow, did you see Steph? That was memorable at, at a minimum. I don't even know what word to use. And, and, and we do this sometimes with Steph because this happens so often that you sort of just fall into, well, look, we've already said it. So I, I don't even know what else to say. But 47 points, eight boards, eight assists, and no turnovers has happened a sum total of <clears throat> zero times Man. in the history of the National Basketball Association. And you can challenge this. It's sort of, this is a great game where it's like, well, where are you coming from on this? Because you could look at this and go, why would a former champion be this intense about a Monday in November against the Sacramento Kings? Or you can say, oh, that that's incredible that one of the greats said, look, we have to get this game, so I'm literally going to go win this for us so that we can have this game. And so you, you can look at it that way, but there's also the other side to this, which is not a whole lot happened last night that's going to make you feel a hell of a lot better about what ills are going on with the Golden State Warriors. Not a whole lot happened. Because Steph was great, and you're like, he was already great. And you're like, yeah, but Wiggins was good too. He's already been good. What else? What else do the Warriors have right now that's working? So they came out with new rotations on the bench. Those didn't work either. I tweeted it out at one point. Um, and uh, maybe since you're on such a math kick, Dibs, maybe you can figure this out on the whole plus minus thing. Sure. Like how... How come it doesn't add up? If you add it up all at the end, shouldn't it add up to like the Warriors being plus three because they're they, they won by three? But it doesn't work that way. Like the bench last night was a collective minus fifty eight. That's not good, Mark. The starters were a collective plus seventy three. Now I know they I know by fifteen. I know the answer is because a lot of the numbers are being counted more than once, and a lot of the numbers are not. You know what? Not like I, I mean, the starters didn't win the game by seventy three points. That's if you add all of them up, right? But the starters are doing their thing, and we're all looking for a bench. And Debs, I don't know where they're going to find it. You look at that group, and I'm sort of like Steve. You could put any of them out there in any order. And right now, that's not going to work. It feels talent and energy deficient. Totally. We talked to uh, assistant coach Jama Malalela earlier. Look, it's your confidence. Uh, it's yeah, growing. Nailed it. You're like, uh, you're, you're like Moses Moody over there. Yeah. Beginning of the show. Whew, it was a struggle. You're like a rookie. Yeah. And now. I'm much like the bench where I have a great game and I have like three or four duds. In a row, I'm not trying it again. I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm gonna take that. Bucket. I'm gonna start trusting you a lot more to say Jama Malalela because your confidence is growing. Yeah, but as coach, 
had said to us, <laughs> assistant coach, Jamal Manalela, earlier in this program, it's about combinations right now more than it is about the individuals. What combos can we find with our bench unit that actually is going to make it not be a minus 73? And unfortunately, when you've got all of your bench players or the majority of your bench players not playing well, add in the fact that Clay Thompson spends a lot of time with that second unit. So if Clay is humming and Jordan Poole is confident and playing as well as he normally does, well, now those combinations are all going to look a lot better. Clay is searching for his shot. Believe me, he's out there chucking, trying to find it. Jordan Poole shut it down yesterday. So then what do you have with a second unit? You've got Lamb, Jerome, and not much else. So... There's no combo that's going to work if all your bench players are playing poorly. Yeah, I, I just look at it right now, and I was surprised by what he did last night. And when I say he, I'm talking about Steve Kerr. Like, when they said, we're going to do something new, Kaminga's in the rotation, I don't know. I would take the over on nine minutes. Uh, when he said, we're going to do some new rotations, we're making some changes, I did not think he meant Jermichael Green was not going to play. Right. I did not think he meant Moses Moody was barely going to play. I, I, I did not know uh, that, that they were going to put this whole thing together and then somehow uh, get to a point where coming off of the bench... Uh, the, 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 seemingly the guy who was going to get the most minutes was Anthony Lamb, at least the, the key minutes. Like, he was right. in there for the final six, and you're like, like okay, I, yeah, Anthony Lamb, I mean, seriously. Right now, if you're a Warrior fan, it may still be Ty Jerome, but I feel like he's gotten some public run o- over the last week or two. If you're a Warrior fan, right now, and you come to the TV screen, you're going to be challenged to even, like, that's the, who's that guy? Totally. Right, you've watched a lot of Warrior Ball, but it's still early in the year, and you ask your friend, who's that guy? Oh, that's, I mean, my son said it to me last night. Like, oh, yeah, here we are, the Warriors coming down the stretch. I'm like, come out, guys, they're coming back. Steph's on one. Come out to the couch. Dad, who's that guy? <laughs> yeah, that's Anthony Lamb. Oh, that's yeah. a key piece, yes. Anthony Lamb. <laughs> like, why is he in the game right now? Like, I don't know. Because we know. need him, son. Yeah. We need him. Out of Vermont, by the way, the Catamounts. And uh, he's a critical piece right now. And if you would have said that back at the championship parade, you and I broadcasting from Market Street, getting showered by confetti. And if I would have said to you during the break, hey, Mark, next year, Anthony Lamb is going to be a key contributor earlier in the year. You would have slapped the taste out of my mouth. Uh, I would have actually waited before (laughs) I slapped you to say, who, who is that? Is Anthony Lamb is what I would have said. So yeah. I think Who are you? Totally. I, I don't think this is true, but I want to honor it because I feel it too. The scary thing for a Warrior fan right now, as we sit here and keep asking, what's the fix? The scary thing is, is it doesn't feel like there is one. And the Warriors are trying to tell us, well, you gotta trust us that in April. Wiseman and Kaminga and Moody and now Jordan Poole with what we're watching, um, those are going to be different players by then. And I don't really have a great reason to not trust the Warriors because they're, you know, the Warriors and they're super smart, but it's hard to see right now through the trees. Very hard. It's really hard to see through the trees right now. The one thing that I can bank on, and this is something that I'll say with absolute certainty now, and I'll say it all the way through the end of the year, however it ends, they are not going to punt on this season. They're not going to get to a point 
unless things go so dreadfully bad, if they're 18 and 47, okay, then it's time to go ahead and punt on the year. But as long as this team has a chance to be there in April, to be a team that can contend for a championship, they're going to do everything they can to help the young players get better. They're going to continue to try to find players who can fit in the back end of the rotation. They're going to try like heck to capitalize on this Steph, Clay, and Draymond window. The narrative that's going to build, because I think we already see it, is that this is not fair to Steph Curry. And what I wonder is, is if he's going to get there. It's easy for us to say that. There's too much is being asked of Steph Curry. You and and that's actually why I come out of last night's game where it's a win, but you got a little bit of a funny feeling in your stomach because it's like, well, he can't do that every night. You can't ask him to do that every night. This is going. This is teetering on the edge of heading toward the place, and many NBA teams get here, right? It's teetering on the edge of becoming that team where you go, Steph doesn't have any help. This is and, and it's not true. Because Andrew Wiggins is fantastic, and Draymond is doing fine, and Clay is Clay, and he'll get to wherever he gets. And I'm not concerned personally about Jordan Poole. I mean, we're five months away from this being called a checkbook championship, and you've got how many players do you have right now that are on contracts that went into nine figures? One, two, three, Steph, four, well, I, five. I don't think Draymond's did, but I, I get where you're going. It I think did. he was no, 98 million. No, I thought it was four years and 100 million. I thought it was 400 and 100, wasn't it? Well, just for your point, let's just say yes. Okay, right? So, Clay, Steph, Draymond, yes. And I know they're not there yet, but, and, and, you know, Wiggins is already yes and will be again. And Poole is about to be. So, it's ridiculous to say he doesn't have any help. But when you watch the Warriors play right now, that's what it feels like. And it felt like that last night. And after a five-game road losing streak, you didn't want last night to feel like that. You don't want to have to be saved by your star in the fourth quarter. No, and 47 points, and you needed every last one of them. And that's where it feels a little awkward. Draymond, by the way, officially uh, four years, 99.6 was the number. Ooh, so so close. For the sake of your discussion. I'm sure you got a bonus in there or something. Well, and all the fines he had to pay, probably knock that thing down. (laughs) About 78 million? (laughs) Yeah. All right. We're in lockstep. What's up next on the game brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. Also, it's all sponsored by Yes on Prop 31. Steiny and Goo are going to hop in here next. And by the way, I'm on the search. For something that uh, I have reason to believe Brandon Ayuk said about the idea of Odell on the 49ers. Oh. Leonard Nimoy in search of. Yeah. Look so at you. That's coming up next on Weather to Dips. Dante DiVincenzo. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Take it away, Mark. All right, thanks, Dante. Get healthy, brother. You know, can we save that one until he's actually playing basketball? Because I feel like, right, we're kind of talking about the bench, and he's on it, and he's supposed to be a big part of it, and he's not there. No. He's not there. So that's the other thing. I mean, uh, not that he's going to come back and be like the savior for the whole season, but um, it did feel last night after an offseason of they lost Otto, but they got Jamichael. Mm. They lost GP2, but they got DiVincenzo. Oh, well, you got a sum total of zero minutes last night from Green. You lost Chioza, but you got Ty Jerome. Yeah. Hooray! There you go. 
Did you say parade or did you say hooray? I said hooray. hooray. And I do love a parade. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So but I, I don't know if uh, if Market Street needs to be cordoned off just yet. Not quite yet, but uh, we're going to have a Steiny and Goo parade. They're going to come in here in just about five minutes. And actually, Guru looks like he's a little little depressed around the office today. Yeah. Well, not depressed. That's the wrong word. He's walking on eggshells. He has a panic meter that is turned all the way up. Always. But it's not about the Warriors. Oh, that's it. Oh. It's about Josh Allen. Because Josh Man, Allen. Man, I is, got three teams and a bunch of problems. Yeah, that is Guru's fantasy quarterback in here. Three teams. In the, uh, oh, is it? Well, yeah, because he's three night teams. Because yeah. he overdrafted him. I think he had the second pick in our draft, and he's just like, I'm doing it. I'm mean, And he went, Josh Allen. Okay, great. So you got Josh Allen. I bring this up, though, not just because we're going to have to, like, we're going to have to sort of pet his back a little bit as yeah. we go through this news. I don't know what's happening with Josh Allen, but it feels mysterious. And I will tell you, I watched a video last night from uh, from our guy, uh, not Doc Pandia, but Doc Chow, the former Chargers doctor. And I'll just say this. It's not definitely bad, but it might be. It might be. Like, there is real concern surrounding Josh Allen. I bring it up for two reasons. One, go easy on Guru today, okay? Because he's worried. Lay off. He's distracted. Yeah. The second thing, though, what a reminder, and this is clear for the 49ers and their fan base, what a reminder of how quickly the whole landscape can change and how much season is still left. We are right. not, they have not even played half their games yet. Buffalo hasn't. No, the, eight, well, right? the 49ers. Um, Buffalo, if they have their bye already. Uh, Buffalo, real quick, I think they're 6-2. and two. Yeah, they're 6-2. and two. Same thing. Yeah. They have not played half their games yet. Well, I'm going to channel my inner owl and ask you, who? Do you know who their backup is? Buffalo? Hmm. da 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 Probably not. I mean, I don't know. It was Trubisky last year. I know it. It was just Trubisky last year, so it's somebody new. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I I believe. Wait, wait, wait. Is it Case Keenum? Hey! Look at the big green on bread. Yes. Nice. All right. Sorry, Kyle. Kyle had it. No, he did. And he really... Sorry, Kyle. Yeah, I was wrong. I, I, oh, really? <laughs> I thought it was Matt Barkley. Oh, it was Matt Barkley like five years ago. I thought it was a yeah. Stony case, yeah. not Case Keenum. Pretty sure Matt Barkley's out the league, right? I'm pretty sure Matt Move, Barkley. Matt, get out the league. I don't, I don't think Get out the league, Matt. I don't think he's in it here. What happens if you Matt Google? Barkley is on the Buffalo Bills roster. No. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. He is? He hit you with two mm-hmm's. Gosh, I don't know what more is. you want. Is it like a practice squatter or what what's what's going on there? Maybe. QB three? Who carries QB three? The 49ers. Well, kinda, <laughs> right. I get it. I get it. Hey, tell those yeah. people to pipe down out there. Guru. Anyway, he's out there going, Josh Allen might be hurt. Anyway, so point 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 is this. The whole landscape can change so quickly. The 49ers get Christian McCaffrey. And even then, you still hear a lot of people like, oh, come on. Like, sure, the NFC is weird, but there's the Eagles, and then there's the Bills and the Chiefs waiting. We all know that that's going to be one of the Super Bowl champions. My gosh. Like, there is so much that can happen 
between now and the end of the year. I think the 49ers are in a great spot. It's an unfortunate spot in some ways because they should at minimum be 6-2 and two and they should have a stranglehold on everything. But they don't. But they're also in a really good spot because they, they sit in a playoff spot right now. The NFC is weak. Some of the key teams that would be in your way are really faltering. Rams, Packers, Cardinals too. And, um, and they're the ones that are getting healthy. It's been so, and maybe it, maybe it turns the other way again. It could. But the first eight games, it's like, damn it, the most injured team in the world again. Well, you could come back this weekend, take on the Chargers, and be one of the healthiest teams in the league and, uh, and find out that the supposed best team in the NFL is done. Because, by the way, they would be. They'd be done. They're in the no best. No love for Case Keenum? They're in the best division in football. That's the data. We thought it was ours. It's not. Every team's got a winning record in yeah, that division. even better than the NFC East. And the where... Dolphins and Jets have a game in hand on the Bills. They're yeah. 0-2 in the division. Well, it would definitely change the way the Bills go about uh, navigating their season because right now Josh Allen is so good. He's gotten them out of some sticky situations. They still have a very good collection of weapons, and they got a great defense. So Buffalo, I'm not saying that they're still Super Bowl contenders, but they can withstand that. But when you look at the injury mark, if it is as bad as it may be, yeah. which is a, it's a UCL injury potentially. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.